Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, a New York Jets audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we're back with another episode of the Game Plan Pod. Hopefully, you guys have had a beautiful week thus far. Um, on the pod today, I want to touch on a few things, but first and foremost, Quinn and Williams, um, a hot topic around Jets Twitter, Jets um, Insta, the Jets world, um, you know, about Quinn and Williams and his contract extension to be. Um, you know, revolving around, you know, different guys that already got paid, right? I just want to touch on a few DTs that, you know, got paid already um, this offseason. And Quinnen's likely looking at their, you know, their deals. And he's like, yeah, why why can't I, you know, you know get, get something like that now rather than in, you know, June or July? Um, so obviously Jeffrey Simmons from the Titans, Deron Payne, Dexter Lawrence, um you know, just a few guys there who got paid this offseason who were in line for huge paydays and got paid in the month of, you know, April. And a guy like Jeffrey Simmons getting $94 million in total value, um, Deron Payne getting $90 million, Dexter Lawrence getting 87.5. There's a trend, right? And that trend is that Quinn Williams should fall within that 96 to $100 million range um, over four or five years. Um, but... You know, Quinnen at this point is understandably pissed off, right? He's been through a lot with this team already, not a lot of winning. Um, so I understand that he wants to get compensated. He wants to get paid for the 12 sacks that he had last year and obviously the impact that he's made, you know, ever since getting drafted back in 2018 um, or 2019, I should say. So, I mean, at this point, you're paying, you know, a young guy, right? A young D tackle on your line that has proved to be dominant. That has proved to be not quite Aaron Donald level, but up to par with, you know, top three, top two defensive linemen in the NFL, um, not named Aaron Donald. So, I mean, you, you go into this offseason thinking, okay, Quinnen's definitely one of your guys that you want to get extended now. Uh, you don't want this to drag into July. You don't want it to drag into training camp because then that causes, you know, maybe a bit of a distraction. So, if I'm the Jets, I'm sitting in the room and thinking, what are we going to pay Quinn Williams before July, right? What are we going to pay him before training camp hits, before mandatory minicamp on June 13th, I believe? I think, you know, if I, if I were the Jets, that, that's a deadline for me. That's a light deadline. I want to get something done before June 13th because I want Quinn to be there. I want him to meet Aaron Rodgers. I want him to, you know, um, continue to find chemistry, continue to mesh with the guys in the D-line room, even though there hasn't been much change there. But nevertheless, you want him to meet Will McDonald. You want him to be around the team. Um, and Quincy being back, Quincy Williams, obviously the Jets brought him back on a three-year deal, I think helps um, the contract negotiations a bit because Quinton, obviously I can almost imagine one of his, I wouldn't say demands, but one of his things um, that he definitely wanted to sign back with the Jets was his brother, right? He wanted his brother to stick with him wherever he goes. So, I mean, the Jets re-signing Quincy, I thought, was almost a done deal um, for Quinton to get done, and I think it still is. Um, I just think we're at the point in the offseason in May um, where news starts to slow down a bit for agency, you know, kind of comes to a close um, in terms of the big names. Obviously, Quan Alexander's still out there, and we're going to talk a bit about him as well. Um, but the draft obviously simmering down and everything like that. So, you know, the, the months of May and June um, are pretty slow, right? They're pretty slow in terms of the football world, and this is kind of where players take breaks. This is where um, they're away from the facility for a bit, definitely towards the end of May, early June, um, until July training camp. So, um you know, we're at the point where it's kind of quiet. And, you know, you can't blame a guy like Quinnen wanting to get paid now, right? You you can't blame him for wanting to get paid in the dead point of the offseason. You, you, 
you almost feel like actually Quinnen is doing the Jets a favor in that he's trying to push it now rather than, you know, delay it to training camp when this is going to be a bit of a, it could be a distraction um, for the guys in the locker room. So, you know, you're thinking that Quinnen gets paid now, then you head into July, June with a fresh contract and, you know, fresh feet in the door um, and you're ready to roll, right? On the flip side, I can see where the Jets are waiting a bit um, because they can wait. They technically have Quinn under contract for the next two years, franchise tag, um, and then obviously his last year of his, of his deal this year. Um, but it's it's so interesting because, you know, you, you see this with teams a lot where they wait to pay players and then the player gets, you know, um, a vocal about it, I should say. They get, you know, you know, out there on social media and start ranting. And, you know, Quinn's not doing that. He just removed the Jets from his profile on Twitter. Um, so this is not a Jamal Adams situation. This is not um, a complete rant on Twitter, you know, cropping on the head coach or the GM or, you know, any reporter or anything like that. I think Quinn is just trying to send a message to the Jets that he's saying, you know, I think I've done enough to get paid right now. Um, and I tend to agree. I think paying Quinn Williams now can only benefit everyone involved. I think it benefits the Jets because you know what your financials are ahead of time. Benefits Quinn, obviously, because he gets paid now, that salary bonus um, and any guarantees. And then, you know, you go into June with, you know, everyone on the team that's supposed to be on the team, right? You, you don't go into the offseason program in June thinking that, okay, still have to pay Quentin Williams, still have to get this guy in the building. Um, we already delayed this a couple months. Let's try to get this done now. No, I think you should probably get it done now um, in May. So you're done. You're, you're done in June, and you can just look forward to the rest of the offseason, mandatory minicamp, training camp, preseason. Then obviously the regular season comes. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to touch a little bit on that. Not too much, honestly. Um, there's not much that I did want to touch on much more with Quinnen. I think we've gone over it enough over the last two weeks. Um, but Quinnen's the kind of guy who isn't going to lash out on social media. He's the kind of guy that's not going to talk behind teammates' back or coaches' backs. Um, I think Quinnen just wants to get what's his, and that's a bag of cash. So I think they should probably pay him sooner rather than later. Um, and I'm hoping that that gets done before the month of June. Um, because I think, you know, I, I could see it getting done obviously later in June and even July um, because technically he won't, you know, completely hold out until training camp. Um, but I believe he said in the offseason that he wanted to get wanted it to get done before, um, you know, minicamp, mandatory minicamp or the offseason program, I think he stated directly. So, you know, the offseason program has kind of passed in terms of, uh, not OTAs actually, in terms of just, you know, phase two, phase one of the offseason program on the field work. Um, OTAs come soon, and then, you know, you go into training camp. And, you know, you go into training camp with Quinnen, you got to feel good about it. So that, that's kind of where we're at uh, with the Quinnen Williams situation. That's just seven minutes of uh, Quinnen Williams' rant there. Went quick, um, but Quinnen is the kind of guy who you want to try to keep around for as long as possible because he's the kind of guy who is going to wreck opposing offensive lines. He's the kind of guy who's going to get 10-plus sacks a year and I think he's proved that he's a great off-the-field presence as well. And we love his brother as well, Quincy. He, he's a great guy. So hoping that all works out soon. Um, with those two um, reuniting on the Jets, obviously Quinn um, is the one on the outside looking in right now, but hoping to get that resolved in a couple weeks. 
With that said, another guy who was on the outside looking in, Quan Alexander, a linebacker who signed with the Jets last season. Um, later, I believe he signed in July, I want to say. It was definitely later in the offseason. Joe Douglas always finds to make like one or two signings in like the months of June, July, or August to just bolster this team. Uh, Dwayne Brown, you know, he he made a couple. Morgan Moses um, and Quan Alexander, right? So Alexander coming from the Saints last year. Um you know, looks looked pretty good in a Jets uniform, right? A bruiser. Um, very good tackler. Wasn't used too much in coverage, but he's really that good weak side linebacker who can just hit a guy as hard as possible and knock the ball out. Um, so you want to resign a guy like that, and you want to get a guy like that who's only, I believe, 29 years old. Um, and you want to try to get him, you know, back in the building before, again, mandatory minicamp. He's already been here. Same with Quinnen, so they know the system. But you just want to get him in the building. You'll feel better if he's here. Um, so... I know Quan visited with the Steelers. He left with no deal as of right now on um, May 17th at 9.58 p.m. So um, we sit here today with Quan Alexander as a free agent. Who knows where he's going to sign and who knows where he's going to go. But I would bet, you know, um, the Jets want him back. I think they want another body at linebacker, and I think Quan would fit that perfectly to a T. Um, it just depends on the money, right? Because I think, um, you know, it was Joe Caparoso, the Badlands podcast, who predicted that he would go play for more money and, you know, more snaps elsewhere. But as we grew deeper into the free agency market, um, Kwan's market, I don't think, materialized as much as he hoped. So I think we're here, and I think that he wants... Um, probably a bigger deal than he signed with the Jets last year because I believe it was like a one-year, $3 million deal. Um, Quan deserves a lot more than that uh, this year, so I'm hoping that he can get like a one- or two-year deal, hopefully a two-year deal uh, where they could keep him around for a bit longer. Um, but yeah, Quan's definitely worth it. I think he was a really big asset for the Jets last year. He brought that energy. Um, you know, I, I loved him in training camp. He always had those... Uh, morning messages. So that's the kind of guy you want on your team, right? Similar to Quinnen, even though he's kind of a quieter type, Kwan's the kind of guy who just lifts everybody, right? Kwan's the kind of guy who lifts them with motivation, with play on the field, lead by example, just something like that. And you want to see Kwan back on the team, um, you know, again, before training camp, hopefully, because he, he's the kind of guy that you really want around your young, your young players as well. And, you know, the Jets don't have a million young players here, but they have guys like Sauce Gardner, um, you know, Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, even though they're on offense, you know, Quan still brings that juice. He still brings that um, visible moxie to the team. And I think, you know, it's 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 big for the culture. It's big for um, a guy like Quan to get respected um, by a team and hopefully sign here uh, on a friendly deal, but a deal that a deal that rewards him, um, you know, finally. Right. So I'm hoping uh, Kwan can sign back with the Jets here as well. Um, so with that said as well, I do want to see, I always forget one or two things to talk about here on the pod usually, but, um, let's just see if we have anything else to touch on here, um, before we dip out. Um, you know what we do the NFL schedule release. Totally forgot about that one. Uh, I thought I recorded that last week, but the schedule release is out, um, we could talk a bit more about that. I do actually want to go over that next week, um, if you don't mind, because I think uh, we have that, that's a lot more episode and a lot more juice 
um, to go over. So I think I'm going to go over to the NFL schedule release next week for a bit more content. There was just, you know, there's a few more things I wanted to talk about today and try to fit it within like a 15 minute time frame. And I don't think we're going to be able to go over the schedule in that time. So um, let me go ahead and keep that for next week. Um, and then we will uh, move forward from there because obviously that's a big piece to talk about. So with that said, um, I'm going to go ahead and leave it there. Uh, if you guys have not already, make sure to follow my Instagram at New York Jets Game Plan, Twitter at New York Jets Game Plan. And um, yeah, you know, keep following along. I appreciate all the interactions on the content and all the DMs. I really appreciate interacting with you guys all the time. Um, it's always so fun to hear you guys' opinions. And, uh, you know, a lot of you have been, you know, supporting the page for a while. So I always appreciate you guys reaching out and asking questions and just chit-chatting all the time. So I appreciate it. So I'll see you guys next week with another episode. And, yeah, see you then.